Hello and welcome to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, Washington softball ended their regular season with a win, but first, today's top stories. McMillan Park in Mount Pleasant hosted a delightful family-friendly 4th of July event featuring fire trucks, princesses, and trolley rides. Following the traditional parade, families dressed in red, white, and blue gathered at the park. Children eagerly met first responders who distributed stickers and plastic firefighter helmets. Meanwhile, youngsters enjoyed bounce houses with the presence of local royalty, such as the 2022 Fair Queen and Junior Miss. Attendees indulged in snacks from vendors, played cornhole, and appreciated live music. Tractor pulled trolleys shuttled the people across the park, adding to the festive atmosphere. Families created cherished memories throughout the day, partaking in the various activities. The celebration culminated with a dazzling fireworks display, marking a joyful conclusion to the Independence Day festivities. The Washington High V staff donated $10,000 to the YMCA of Washington County, bringing the organization closer to its goal of funding the indoor pool project. The project expected to cost up to $8.5 million and set to begin with a groundbreaking ceremony on July 11th. Highview manager Dale Sparks expressed the community's enthusiasm for the pool, highlighting the employees' personal connections and positive experiences at the YMCA. While the donations had been planned for some time, it recently received approval from Highview's higher management. Washington YMCA CEO Amy Schulte expressed gratitude for the contribution and acknowledged the collective effort of local businesses, organizations, and individuals in supporting the indoor pool project. The donation from Washington Hyvee exemplifies the community's commitment to making the project a reality. The Henry County Habitat for Humanity is preparing to build its 30th home in Winfield. Following the completion of the 29th home, the organization is eager to continue its mission of providing safe and affordable housing. The recipient of the upcoming build, like the previous homeowner, is a single mother. Work on the three-bedroom, two-bathroom home is set to begin on July 15th with the target completion date of Christmas. Skilled and unskilled volunteers aged 16 and above are needed to contribute their, need, their time to the project. Volunteers will assist with tasks such as setting walls, truss work, shingling, siding, and installing doors, as well as windows, trim, and cabinets. In addition to physical assistance, the organization welcomes donation of meals and bottled water for workdays. The Henry County Habitat for Humanity is also organizing a Stuff the Truck event on July 22nd to collect acceptable items for resale. The organization is accepting applications for their 31st home and emphasizes that they offer a hand up, not a hand out. Prospective homeowners must meet specific criteria and commit to sweat equity and mortgage payments. For more information on volunteering, donation, or applying, individuals can contact Lisa Diner via call or text at 319-931-0656 or reach out to the Henry County, County Habitat for Humanities Facebook page. Washington County Public Health, in collaboration with Washington County Hospitals and Clinics, is seeking input from community members regarding their health needs. The County Department has launched a survey accessible through their website, Facebook page, and physical copies available at various locations. The survey is open to residents, workers, and visitors of Washington County with the goal of identifying the top three health needs for the next five years. The agency has received 108 responses thus far, primarily from Washington, but aims to gather a more diverse range of feedback, including from teens, young adults, and individuals who may not currently utilize county health services. The survey consists of 25 questions and is available in English and Spanish. The county hopes to receive at least 3,000 responses by the end of August. The survey is part of the community health improvement planning process, which involves public participation in decision-making and resource mobilization to enhance the county's health outcomes. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at the weather and sports. 
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. I met Tammy about 20 years ago with, when her daughter was in Special Olympics and I was coaching. She told me that she was into doing senior benefits. We became even closer friends. She cares about everybody, especially the seniors, so call her. Hello, welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. Coming up, your five-day forecast, but first, obituaries. Keith Arthur Wall Jasper at West Point passed away on July 2nd at the age of 82. A massive Christian burial will be held at 10.30 a.m. July 6th at the St. Mary's Catholic Church. Schmidt's funeral home is in charge of the arrangements. Michael Robert Menke at Pilot Grove passed away on July 1st at the age of 68. A memorial service will be held at 2 p.m. July 7th at Schmidt's funeral home. Sandra Lynn Barker of Kiyosawka passed away on June 30th at the age of 76. Arrangements are pending at Petrick Funeral Home. Mary Svatos of Fairbanks, Alaska passed away on June 26th at the age of 90. A celebration of life will be held at 2 p.m. July 10th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Harold G. Wagler of Kelowna passed away on July 2nd at the age of 92. A funeral service will be held at 11 a.m. July 8th at the Washington Mennonite Church. The Beta Peterson Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. Timothy David Robinson of Washington passed away on June 28th at the age of 58. The family will be present to receive friends from 2 to 4 p.m. July 9th at the Jones and Eden Funeral Home. Paul Wesley Graber of Fairfield passed away on June 29th at the age of 68. A private family service will be held at St. Mary's Catholic Church. Benner Funeral Home is in charge of the arrangements. That was obituaries. It is now time for your five-day forecast. Temperatures have finally fallen after several days in the low 90s, with a high of 79, and there's a chance of thunderstorms this afternoon. Tomorrow it will be 76 degrees and mostly sunny. 
On Friday, it'll be partly cloudy with a high of 78. Thunderstorms will make a return with a chance on Saturday, and the high will be 74 degrees. Those storms will hang around through Sunday, and the high will be 78. We're going to take another quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at sports. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. You know, it's not a question of what all you have and so on with your life. It's who is in your life and how much you care for them and how much they care for you. And Tammy definitely cares. Welcome back to Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. It is now time for sports. In Washington's final regular season doubleheader against Louisa Muscatine, the Demons emerged victorious with impressive scores of 12-2 and 6-4. In the first game, Washington dominated from the start, scoring two runs in the first inning, netting five more in the second, ultimately score, securing a commanding 12-2 lead. Lane Salazar delivered a stand-up performance, going 4-4 with two triples and an RBI. Ella Griner and Olivia Anderson contributed with three hits each and multiple RBIs. Isabella Salazar pitched five innings, allowing two earned runs. In the second game, the Demons took an early lead, extending it to 6 to nothing after four innings. Wazing Muscatine staged a late rally, scoring four runs in the last two frames, but Washington held on for a 6-4 victory. Colby Griner had a home run in three RBIs, and Colby Griner pitched five solid innings. The Demons will now face Central Lee in Class 3A Region 8 quarterfinal round. The Washington Demon baseball team is gearing up for their postseason debut against Davenport Assumptions Knights on Friday, July 7th at North Scott. Washington enters the matchup on a 10-game losing streak with their most recent defeat against Pella. Despite the challenging stretch, the Demons have shown promise in close games against Mid-Prairie, Williamsburg, and Clear Creek Amana. Davenport Assumption, ranked 8th in Class 3A, presents a formidable challenge. The Knights have been performing well, defeating Benton, receiving votes in the class 6-0 and Ballard 4-3. Ethan Patterson leads the Demons offense with a 338 batting average and 25 hits, while Isaac Vetter follows closely with a 319 average and 23 hits. On the mound, Vetter leads the team with a 4.85 ERA, 
Assumption's senior Jeffrey Davis tops their lineup with a 420 average in 50 hits, while Tyler Welch has a 6-3 record and a 1.45 ERA and 71 strikeouts. The game is scheduled to start at 5 p.m. on Friday. That was the news for Southeast Iowa. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This has been your news break, and I'll see you next time.